Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Funny Podcast, where laughter is a main course and humor is always on the menu. So let's get started, and here's your daily dose of funny. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I saw a lady shopping. She wasn't even wearing a shirt. She had just pulled her sweatpants up to her armpits. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited to be here. It's good times. Uh, a little out of it. Me and the wife's just sold the house, and uh, we didn't plan much after that, so... Her and the kids are circling the parking lot till I get finished, and... <laughs> yeah, it's stressful, you know? I don't have any money. It's all tied up in storage lockers and U-Hauls and Xanax and marriage counseling. It's just... <laughs> stressful. It's stressful. But comedy's going good. It's going good. I just signed up to drive for Lyft. Um, so if you guys need to ride home after the show, it'll probably be me. So, you know, I'm, I'd actually like to just give everyone a ride home tonight, if that's possible, because I need the money. So let's make that happen. People always ask, so they find out I drive for Lyft, they're like, any crazy stories, Mark, from driving? Not much, you know, I usually do it during the day, but uh, the, the third ride I ever did, I picked up this kid at the university, I dropped him at his parents' house. Back out of his driveway, I glance over, this kid left cocaine in my car. <laughs> Can you believe it? Oh man, the rest of that day just flew by. I... I worked. I worked a three-day shift. It was crazy. I had 47 people in my car at one point. But no, no, yeah, comedy's, comedy's okay. I travel a lot this last year. A lot of cities I've never been to before. And if I get to a city I've never been to before, I do the same thing. I check into the hotel, and I immediately go to Walmart. Because I'm like, I feel like I can get a good sense of the city. You know, just like a nice, like, sampling of the people that live there. And... 
Truth is, they're all exactly the same. Everywhere you go, it's the same cast of characters. So there's a family breaking down in the produce section. There's always a husband and wife getting divorced in the pots and pans aisle. So there's that weird guy waist deep in the $5 DVD bin. You know. They make it work for it, you know. You know. Get the good ones at the bottom, so. <laughs> Turner and Hooch, there it is. Diamond in the rough, there it is. The things people wear to Walmart, I mean, what is going on? I mean, it's just, it's not even like dirty or tattered clothing. It's like, they're wearing things to Walmart I've never seen a human wear outside of Walmart. I walked in one time, I saw a lady shopping. She wasn't even wearing a shirt. She had just pulled her sweatpants up to her armpits. Just standing next to bananas for some reason. I walked right up to her, I was like, you better be here to buy a shirt, okay? So I don't need to see this. I'm trying to get my potassium. Now she had in her cart were peeps. Those marshmallow Easter candies. I was like, lady, don't take this the wrong way, but if there was a picture next to insanity in the dictionary, you would be it. Just a lady in a sweatpants dress with a cart full of peeps. Go late, late to Walmart. That's the best, right? 3 a.m., just a few gems walk around that place. Saw one guy shopping in a Snuggie. One of those backwards blanket things. That doesn't cry, I give up. I don't know what does. If you leave the house in flip-flops and a blanket with sleeves, you've given up. But I was drunk when I saw him. I was like, is that a wizard buying fiber bars? Is there a wizard in this Walmart? But it's just funny, I don't know if you know this, but Walmart actually encourages you if you're driving across country and you need to take a nap to sleep in their parking lots because they have lights and security and they're open 24 hours. And I've done it once or twice. It's never the best idea. I, well, Mobile, Alabama, I slept in the Walmart parking lot. At 3 a.m. I get a knock on the window. I wake up and I look over, there's a guy, no shirt, jean shorts. I roll the window down and I go, yeah? And he goes, can you help with anything? I go, dude, I'm sleeping in my car at a Walmart parking lot. Go knock on a car at Target. <laughs> That's where the money is, right? Yeah, people love the self-checkout lanes at Walmart. I don't get it, it seems like a scam. There's like 10 cashiers doing nothing, you know? They're all tweeting and Snapchatting. Now we're looking up codes and checking out our own groceries like it's some kind of giant cashier fantasy camp. You're like, this is fun. It's stupid. Let's get honest, right? Self-checkout lanes are good for one thing and one thing only, and that's stealing. So if you're not, if you're not stealing at the self-checkout lane, you're not doing it right, okay? No one's watching you. And I'm not gonna lie, I dabble in the stealing, but it's... It's only in one very specific area, and that's apples. Because if they think I'm paying $4 an apple for a Honeycrisp, they're out of their minds. Okay? No matter what apple I'm buying, I'm punching in Red Delicious over and over again. It's horrible 80-cent apples. Like a notch above a wax apple. It's 44.22. That's the code, guys. It's the same in every Walmart. 
You spend enough money in there, you might as well just punch it in for everything, you know? Like papayas, mangoes, 44.22. Shrimp, DVDs, 44.22. Some manager up front's losing his mind. We are killing it on apples today, guys. Call the orchards, we need another delivery. <laughs> travel it's weird out there on the road man gotta keep yourself safe you know i try to i don't get involved in people's problems i'm not a good samaritan by any means and people get mad when i say that but i'm just i'm too neurotic to help people i think about too much weird stuff man like i pull in a rest area at 4 a.m there's no cars there's a guy laying on the ground and most people be like that man needs help i was immediately like that's a serial killer and <laughs> this is how they do it they pretend to be dead and you go to help them and they just start stabbing you. And I just, not tonight. <laughs> I just screeched away, nice try. And he was like, help or something. I can't remember. It was, <laughs> so I go to bars late at night because I know there's some guy that's going to want to fight me just because I'm a giant man. I don't know when I became an idiot's 12 point buck. You know, I'm like some kind of big game when I walk into a bar, you know. They're like, there he is. <laughs> it's even funnier when you get to know me because I'm a complete oxymoron. I have six foot seven, 350 pounds, but I'm very weak. And I'm scared of things a 40-year-old man should not be scared of. <laughs> scared of clowns and spiders. And God forbid a clown spider showed up, I would, <laughs> I would probably die. I don't even know. But it's like I have two tiny daughters at home and I'm supposed to protect them, but I don't think it's gonna happen, you know? I think it's, I feel like they're four and two right now, but I feel like in the near future, I'm gonna get that wake up call at about three, four in the morning and they're gonna be like, Daddy, there's a monster in our closet. And I'll be like, all right, let's get out of here. <laughs> like, wait, what are you asking me? Do you want me to clear it out? I'm not going toe to toe with a full grown closet monster. They are like a hundred times worse than under the bed monsters. <laughs> Kick the window ladder out. We're out of here. What about mommy? She'll be fine. <laughs> she gets the spiders for daddy. <laughs> Most of the time. Sometimes I get to get the spider because it's too high, you know, and then she, you know, gives me a bunch of grief because I kill it with the Swiffer, you know? She's like, now there's a smear on the ceiling. I'm like, that's the point. Now it's a warning. <laughs> to all other spiders. Get back downstairs, the Swiffer killing us. But yeah, it's crazy in my house, man. Four-year-old and a two-year-old. People are like, hey, Mark, what's it like having two kids under five? Like, what's the imagine you go to the kitchen, get some coffee in the morning, and realize there's two loose squirrels in there, and just opening every cabinet and throwing things. That's, that's what it's like having to, just no peace ever. I can't even, not even in the bathroom. They just wander in the bathroom with me. I'm like, what are you doing in here? It's horrible, it smells, get out! My two-year-old's got a great thing, which she'll stand, while I'm sitting on the toilet, she'll stand in the doorway and just point at me the whole time going, ew, ew. And I don't even know if it's because I'm pooping or it's just the general look of my body, but either way, it's hurtful, it's hurtful. She's way too smart, way too fast. She was like 11 months old. She figured out how to take her diaper off by herself. That's a fun surprise. I was in the kitchen for 40 seconds. I came back on, it looked like a poop bomb went off in there. I was like, 
how did she get this much work done? It was on her, it was on the cat, it was on the TV. I just took a beat and I was like, so we just burn it down, right? And just pose her off in the yard and donate the cat and just drive away from this place like it's poltergeist that we're doing. No, not an option. Had to clean it up and led to something I never thought I'd do in my entire life and that's take a shower with a cat and a toddler. That was one for the books. One for the books. You know, the cats wailing, we're both crying. It felt like the, it felt like I was filming a sad French movie in my bathroom. It was just, just ridiculous. They're both growing like weeds. You can't bring anything edible in the living room. They just start wandering towards you like the walking dead. They're like, mom, 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 mom. I don't know how many dinners I've had to eat feverishly over the sink as they're rattling the gate to the kitchen. Like, what do you got in there, fat man? <laughs> Smells like sandwiches. nuts at my house, man. House full of ladies. That's what I got at home. And don't get me wrong, ladies are great. They always smell great, no matter what they're doing. My wife works at the hospital. She'll come home, 12-hour shift. Just walks in the door. Still smells like watermelon and flowers. Like, how is it possible? I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I step out of the shower, I still smell like hamburger and armpits. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing wrong. It's hot water and soap. I'm hitting the hot spots. But I still smell like the bath mat. But there's something ladies have over guys. We're gonna talk about this for a sec, because I think we can agree as a group here tonight. A lot of people think it, nobody ever says it. Might as well get it out there, let's talk about it. That lady farts are the worst thing in the world. Oh, they are horrible. My theory is you're holding them in way too long. Like you're just like, you're too courteous, you know? Like somehow they're fermenting inside your bodies, okay? Just get them out of there. Like, what are you doing? And my wife's are the worst, you know? Like, she, she went to bed before me one night. She was in there for like an hour, and I walked in there, it was like a punch in the face. I was like, did the sewer line break in here? Is one of the animals dead? But I was like, the door's open. It's gotta go away at some point. No, it doesn't. It started gaining strength. It was like eating itself and becoming a super fart. It was like this third thing living in the room with us. And she's fast asleep, you know? I'm just laying there angry. Cause she sleeps with the fan on, so it's just swirling everywhere. Like this giant fartnado in there. I can't get one clean breath of air so I can fall asleep. I had to go put Vicks Vapor up up my nostrils. That's a true story. She drives me nuts. We watching TV. She'll feel it coming on. She'll try to skedaddle out of the room like a lady. Now she's just farting the whole way. And I'm like, do you mind not crop dusting the whole house? Just sit in one spot and let it happen. You know? Just go in the closet. We'll call that the fart closet. You know? Eventually we'll have to tear that side of the house off. But... And it'll be fine if they just smelled bad. But for some reason they hang around forever. She ghost farts me so many times, guys. Like, she'll go in the kitchen, she'll let one go, and then she'll just move on with her life. And I'll go in there like an hour later and be like, what kid has poop in their pants? And she's like four rooms away, like, oh, I farted in there. Like an hour ago. An hour ago? This thing is a hanger. What are you eating, helium?
Can't look down on the farts too much. Apparently it led to our wedding, which I was not uh, aware of. But uh, we the couple's dinner one night, and one of the wives asked my wife, because there's always that moment where like a woman's dating somebody, and they stop looking at him as the boyfriend, and like, this could be the guy that I'm going to marry, you know? And they asked my wife like when that moment was for her, and she goes, well, that's easy. We've been dating for four months. I took her to my best friend's wedding in Des Moines. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And without any prompting or anything, he just stood up in a bus full of people and took credit for my fart. And I was like, I'm marrying that SOB tomorrow. And I was like... I didn't realize it had that much of an impact. It was such a silly story. We were like going from the ceremony to the reception. We're in this big bus with everybody. And, and all I knew was that the fart started in the back of the bus. That's all I knew. Because I was just enjoying the moment of watching it kind of roll up the bus and hit people row by row. They were so caught off guard. They were like, what a beautiful set. What is that? Oh, no. And then it got to the groom, and he was so mad. He was like, who did this? Who would have done such a thing? The windows don't roll down. And I was laughing so hard. And I turned to enjoy the moment with my wife, and her face is in her hands, and it's beet red. And I went, oh, no. You took this whole bus down. Yowzer. But I could tell she was embarrassed, so I just stood up and I was like, that was me, boom! <laughs> the reception was awkward. They just kept pointing me out there, like, there he is. <laughs> Made it a gas chamber. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whole family's nuts. My mom just joined Facebook two months ago, so that's what I was, I've been dealing with for a while. She has no sense of sarcasm. She doesn't realize people put funny pictures on Facebook. She thinks they're, they're all real. <laughs> Came home one day and the cat was passed out in a weird way, so put an empty beer can right next to him. <laughs> put that picture on Facebook. She was the first comment within seconds. It just said, Mark, beer is very bad for cats. <laughs> then she liked her own comment. I was like, listen, old lady, you are doing this wrong. <laughs> And I'm going to block you. I don't care. <laughs> but God bless her. She's trying. She's got all the technology, you know. She's doing the iPhone, the iPad. She's Skyping with the grandkids, you know. Mostly we look at her thumb. But <laughs> it's going. It's funny. It's funny sometimes to watch old people try to figure out technology. You know, you catch out of the corner of your eye, you know, some old lady trying to unlock her car, you know, with her cell phone. And... One time I saw an old lady trying to get money out of a red box, you know? She was convinced it was an ATM. 
She just kept looking around going, I want money, why does it keep giving me movies? <laughs> like, it's priceless. But the best of all time, I was in Montana getting gas. I get out of my car and I hear all this commotion down the way and I look and there's an old man screaming at the gas pump like it was some kind of futuristic robot going, help me, I need gas in my car. He's like, what is happening? And then I hear the guy in the gas station. He's like, I said, come in here. In here. And I'll explain how to do it. And this guy's like, come in where? He picked up the nozzle. He was like, hello. This phone smells like gas. I stood back and enjoyed for a while, but then I realized it was time to help when he was to, trying to slide a check into the credit card swiper. I was like, sir, I can't go on the rest of my day knowing that you're still here screaming at this gas pump. Please let me help you, you know? The best part of the whole story is I come over, you know, all magnanimous, like this young guy that's going to help this old man, and it turns out he has a car from the 70s where the gas tank is hidden behind the back license plate. I don't know if you guys have seen this car before. A couple of people nodding their heads. Never seen it in my life. We're just wandering around the car together. Like, where is the gas tank? I'm pushing taillights and hubcaps. I actually said out loud at one point, is this a DeLorean? I, uh, I haven't seen one of those. I had to walk away. He's like, well, thanks a lot, idiot. I was like, what are you getting mad at me for? You're the guy who bought a car without a gas tank. I mean... How'd you get roped into that, old man? <laughs> Sir, I got the car for you. It's called a Chevy One Tank. When it runs out of gas, leave it on the side of the road. We'll find it. We'll find it. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my dad was like the total grumpy old man after he, he worked for Wells Fargo for 50 years and he retired. His favorite thing in retirement, returning things to stores. <laughs> I don't know why it brought him so much joy. He actually had a thing called the switcheroo. I don't know if you guys have ever pulled the switcheroo before, but it was legendary in our house. If something broke, we would not throw it away. My dad would find out what it is, go to the store, purchase the exact same product, bring it home, take the new one out, replace it with the broken one, immediately return it and get his money back. I was like, Dad, that is horrible. He's like, I'm sticking it to the man. And I was like, I think you're just stealing. But he never got caught ever. He got so brazen, he tried to return a 10-year-old showerhead. <laughs> Legendary story. My mom's having some back stuff. He goes by, this new one. Got all the massager settings on it. It's three times the size of the old showerhead. <laughs> He's taken down the old one, which I assume came with the house. It's all rusted, mildewed. He puts it in this plastic snap case that the new one came in. There's no packaging. You can just see it rattling around in there. I just assume he's throwing everything away when he's done installing it. He goes, all right, I gotta head back to the store. And I was like, pardon? He goes, you know what, just let me do my thing. And I was like, what, I gotta, I gotta go with you on this one. I gotta, I gotta watch this go down, you know? So I hang back, he goes up to the return counter, he puts the shower head and the receipt. The guy looks at it and he looks at my dad and he looks at it. He goes, sir, I don't get it. This is obviously an old rusted mildewed shower head. And my dad, as confident as I've ever seen him, just makes eye contact and he goes, imagine my surprise when I got it home. <laughs> and he got the money, he got the money. I was like, what? <laughs> Took me out to lunch on that money. 
Well, that guy looked at him like, this is going to be all day. Here's $7. Just get out of here. Oh, my dad. Classic, legendary Pete Poulos. Loved his gambling. Trickled down to me and my brother, big gamblers. I actually am in recovery for gambling for three years now because I actually got addicted to it. And it's, it's silly to talk about because I didn't get addicted to like horse racing or sports gambling. I got addicted to penny slot machines. Yeah. That's like being an alcoholic and your drink of choice is rum chata. You know, it's like, and the sweetness hits my lips, I can't stop, you know. But it's just like, you know, penny slot machines, they prey on your nostalgia. You know, you go into a casino, any generation you grow up in, there's a slot machine for you. You know, the older generation, they got hee-haw, you know, they got, they got uh, you know, Jetsons, all that kind of stuff. For us, you know, they got Star Wars and Willy Wonka and Transformers. And the bonuses are the coolest part. You know, you, get, you hit the bonus, you get to do cool stuff. You know, Star Wars, you get to blow up the Death Star. Transformers, you get to save Cybertron. There's nothing I've wanted more in my life than to have Optimus Prime tell me, Mark, we need your help. Like, yes! I have three grand, let's do this! That was the low point. Uh, I was in Vegas for two days, and uh, I had lost $3,000 on the Transformers penny slot machine. And let me tell you what, that took a while. It took a while. But this is the thing, so... Uh, this machine, it was one of these machines where like the faster you played and the more you played, you would rack up this multiplier for the bonus. And I played so much and so fast that my multiplier was 200% for the bonus. So if I hit the bonus, I would have got it at 200%. I, I ran through everything. I had 75 cents in my pocket. I got up so angry that the machine actually had like a countdown feature. Like if you're trying to find money for like 60 seconds or whatever. I didn't even think about it, I just left. Old lady sits down, she puts five bucks in, immediately hits the bonus at 200%. I have never thought about choking somebody out more in my life. I was like, I'll just sneak up behind her. You don't even know who Bumblebee is. It was an eye-opening trip, I'm not gonna lie. Kind of gave up most of my sight, gave up drinking at that time. If you are drinking tonight, be careful, right? Nobody wants to get in trouble with the cops on the way home. I think the stupidest thing the cops do, at least in Minnesota where I'm from, is they'll set up a DUI checkpoint where, like, everybody on the road, they have to check over. And it's like, well, it's great. Nothing worse than getting a DUI. Now we have to wait in line for our DUIs. Like, this, is, this is forever. <laughs> I get stuck in them all the time and I get so nervous, you know, it's like I'm stone cold sober, but I'm like, it's police, you know, I still have to talk to them, you know, they might find something, you know, like hiding things, you know, chewing way too much gum, <laughs> put talk radio on, they'll think I'm smart. <laughs> I get up there, you know, they're banging on the windows. I can't even figure out the wind. I'm like lowering the back windows. They're like, lower the front windows. Like, you know what? Let's just go to jail. Okay. <laughs> it's less stressful than this. But the best DUI checkpoint story ever, I'm with a buddy of mine, about 22 at the time, he's half in the bag, we're trying to find his house. We come around the corner, and it's like, bam, DUI checkpoint. And he sees it, and he just pulls a U-turn and drives away from it. And I go, whoa! He goes, I think it'll probably be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Seconds later, boop, you know, we're pulled over. Cops at my window talking to my friend. And he goes, sir, I don't know if you know this, but there's a DUI checkpoint set up back there. And my buddy goes, no, yeah, I saw it. I'm just not going to do it. 
the cop kind of giggled. He was like, what, like, you have to do it. And my buddy goes, oh, I have to? And then he got out of the car and started running. I was like, what? <laughs> he shot through two houses, jumped a fence, and he was gone. And I was like, well, that's another way to go, I guess. They pull me out of the car, they tow the car away. And I go, oh my, <laughs> I find my buddy the next day. I go, dude. And he goes, what? And I go, they towed your car. They know who you are. They're probably gonna be here in five minutes. He's like, just relax, okay? That's not my car. I was like, what? <laughs> I go, stop, like, I know that's your car. I see you drive. He goes, well, let me clarify. It is my car. I purchased it off of Craigslist, but I never switched the title. So they're headed to Bob Johnson's house right about now. It's like, dude, that is horrible. He's like, well, you gotta do what you gotta do. So if you'll excuse me, I have to go buy another drinking car. I was like, what? He's doing this every weekend. <laughs> if you didn't laugh at that, you're like, that's a good idea. <laughs> Give me a drinking car tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, love doing comedy. People always ask what I did before comedy. A lot of different jobs. Worked Super 8 front desk for a while. I like that job because people come in and ask for things. There's no reason a Super 8 would ever have them. Some guy screeched up on a beamer and tossed me his keys. He's like, hey, kid, can you validate me? You make a difference. Uh, <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> One guy actually called down and asked if we had turndown service. And I don't know if you know what this is, but in five-star hotels, the mates come by at night, turn your bed down, warm it up, and give you candy, which is pretty cool, but... Not something Super 8 has, but I was bored. So I just went up there, gave him some M&Ms, and we watched Sports Center. It was pretty cool. It's a nice little Sunday. Hated that job. Worked at a casino, dealing blackjack for a while. I was on the graveyard shift, 2 a.m. to 10 a.m. I don't know if you've ever been in a casino at about 4 a.m., but there's some weird people walking around that place. Man. Had an old man come in, he's got two black eyes, a bloody nose, sits down, I go, sir, are you all right? He's like, you ever had one of those days where nothing went right, it felt like the world was out to get you, sonny? He's like, yeah, I've had those days, old timer. He's like, imagine if that day lasted for 75 years. It's like, oh. <sighs> Let's play some cards, right? Take your mind off of whatever's going on there. The craziest thing I ever saw dealing blackjack there, it was like three in the morning. I'm on the main floor. I can see the front door. This lady comes in. She's got a neck brace on, an arm brace, and a leg brace. And she starts coming up to my blackjack table. And I was like, really? You're going to start gambling now? You know? <laughs> Looks like your luck has spread a little thin there, lady. You know? You go home and eat some shamrocks and rub some rabbit's feet and try to turn this ship around. It's like, at what point in your day after you broke your arm, neck, and leg, did you seriously say to yourself out loud, I'm feeling lucky? Like, when did that happen? Because I don't think that happened. Comedy's always been the best, man. Sometimes it's Sunday off to do some weird shows. Last summer, I got hired in Wisconsin Dells. I don't know if you... It's like Branson, you know, it's like this town in Wisconsin that's open in the summer. It's just water slides and go-kart tracks, like everything for the family. 
And I got hired to do stand-up comedy there, which I assumed was at night at a club for adults. Turned out when I got there, I was part of a children's variety show. It started at 8 a.m. every day, and I've never felt more alone in my entire life trying to make an auditorium full of children laugh at 8 a.m. I just started telling stories about animals that ended with a fart noise. That's all it was. Then the bear told the rabbit, this guy's great. I was so depressed by day three. I was like, I gotta have some fun. So I went to the, the water park there in Noah's Ark, the big water park, by myself, which I didn't realize how creepy that would look. You know, it's the busiest time of this. It's just wall-to-wall families and me wandering around. The Speedo was a bad idea, but that's all I had. That's all I had. It's so weird being in a water park in your 40s. You look at those slides so differently at this age. They had one slide called the Black Anaconda. I'm like, if I go on that, I'm gonna be out of commission for like a week and a half, you know? Got a bad back, a trick knee. I'm like, sir, how long is this lazy river? I have irritable bowel syndrome. Are there clearly marked exits? Cause I might have to jump ship quick. Then they had then they had a ride in the back of the park that made no sense. It was called the point of no return. It was 90 feet straight down, lasts for three seconds. I was like, how is that gonna be fun? It's not gonna be fun for me because I know exactly what's gonna happen. I'm gonna hit that bottom part and all you're gonna hear is some guy go, Jimmy, we gotta refill it. This giant guy just sucked all the water out of the slide. Can you call security? Because for some reason he's naked. He's just wearing a headband. That was a Speedo. Anyways, there it is. People are like, what? Yeah! Comedy special. They have the biggest ripoff in retail history in Wisconsin Dells, a place called the Deer Park. Pay $37.50 a person to pet and feed deer in Wisconsin. I hit four deer in the parking lot. Deer everywhere. It's paying $37.50 a person. You want to pet a deer? Open your hotel room. There's probably one stand right there. I prayed every night that a bunch of drunk hunters stumbled into this place and just wiped it out. Just so I could watch that mousy lady on the news. It's a horrible scene down here at the deer park. They're all dead. They're tied in their trucks and high-fiving. No remorse. Should kill all the deer. Deer idiots. One of their animals runs into a car. Seriously. They're not even hiding. They're just standing right there. Your headlights hit their little eyes and you're like... Don't do it. Don't you do it. And then they do it, and you're like, what went through your pea brain mind? That thing's going fast, I'm gonna headbutt it. And here's the thing, deer haven't just shown up, they've been around for generations. You would think at some point, while they're sitting around the fire, the elder deer would be like, you know what? We should stick away from that road, you know, stone road. Every time I go up there, somebody explodes. But no, the next day they're back up there like they're adrenaline junkies trying to beat the trucks. It's a traumatic thing hitting a deer with your car, you know? 
I'm sure a lot of people in here have hit a deer or been in a car that hit a deer. I'll tell you my story. I was in Montana, circa 2003. Cell phone coverage was not the best. I was out of service for about an hour and a half. I'm seeing deer everywhere, but they're staying away from the road. I come around the corner, boom, giant deer right in the middle of the road. And I was like, ah! I swerved the car. I just miss him. He takes the mirror off the side of my car, but that was it. And I was like, oh, that was so close. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Breathing comes back to normal. Blood pressure comes down. I was like, that almost was really bad. And then I look up and plow into two more deer. I was like, ah! Car destroyed. Two hours till somebody comes by. I'm just on the side of the road with these two corpses going, what? Why? Don't you have families? After that, things changed. Uh, apparently, the word got out across the animal kingdom, and they decided they didn't want me on the road anymore. I started hitting animals I had never seen before. North of Des Moines, I hit a turkey. A wild turkey. Never seen one before. I'm just driving along. It's really flat, like north of Des Moines, you know? So, like, I look off into the distance, and there's, like, this little thing fripping along there, you know? And I'm like, I don't know what that is, you know? Keep driving, you know? And I see, it's keep coming. Like, I start to do the geometry, and I'm like, if it keeps coming that way, it's, it's going to die, so. And before, like, I knew what it was, like, right at that last moment. It comes out of the ditch, you know? And I don't know if you've seen a turkey run, but it's like this run, jump, fly thing, you know? And it kind of, like, arced it, like, perfectly in front of my car, and I just nailed it, like, duck hunt. Like feathers everywhere. It's just like rolled over the top of my car like a 70s cop movie. And I'm like, what is going on? Three months after that, I was in Omaha, Nebraska, and I rolled 300,000 miles in my car, which I thought was pretty cool. So I took a picture, put it on Facebook. Nine minutes after that, I hit an armadillo. <laughs> Never seen an armadillo in my life, and I hit one. And the thing was, he wasn't running over the road like he was headed home. He was headed directly towards my car like a raccoon paid him to take me out. And I see him coming. I'm like, all right, you want to die? Let's do this. But in my head, I'm like, you're like a rock-like animal. I'll probably just bounce over the top of you and keep going. And that's not what happened. I hit him with my wheel. He skipped like a stone, shot through my wheel well, tore all the fiberglass out as he took the bumper with him as he shot out the side. It was the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. 
I get out of the car fully expecting the entire front end to be gone, you know? Tire, pristine condition. Everything around it, gone. Vital engine parts are just hanging there. The car is still running somehow. Can't call insurance, you know? I opted out of the, uh, I opted out of the armadillo coverage, you know? It was my bad, you know? They offered it, you know? Glass, armadillo, I'm like, I don't live in Texas, so. The worst part of the whole thing was, I still had three payments left on that car. I had to drive that car for three more months like that. And then some guy on the internet bought it for 1,200 bucks. Can you believe it? <laughs> then a month later, a state trooper came to my door and told me he ran away from a DUI checkpoint. And I was like, <laughs> took my car for a drinking car. <laughs> guys, thank you so much. I am Mark Poulos. God bless you guys. Thank you so much. If you love what you heard today, don't keep it to yourself. Share this episode with friends and family and let's spread the laughter. Don't forget to check out the show notes for more information on today's guests and special offers just for our listeners. Thanks for tuning in and we'll be back soon with even more laughs. Join the fucking funny community today. <laughs>